Boston Sports Syndicate Podcast. Michael Travers back in the lead chair, and Bill Travers is joining me. Bill, how's it going? It's going good. How are you? It is going well. Welcome I, uh, back. Thank you. Thank you. Um, right off the bat, I want to say thank you to you and thank you to Matt. You guys did very, very, very well last week. The um, general demeanor of the whole podcast seemed to be a little bit more calm, a little bit more... Um, a little quieter. Yeah, a little quieter. Um, but you guys, did, you guys did a really good job. So thank you to you. Thank you to Matt. Um, thank you for, for filling in uh, in my absence. Thank you. Um, do you have any quick thoughts to lead us off? I have two. Go ahead with one. The first one is I don't think we should call it quick thoughts anymore. Why is that? Because they're never quick. Okay, so what do you so want? So I'm proposing we, <laughs> we, we, we call it opening thoughts, leading off thoughts, whatever you want to call it, but they're okay. not quick thoughts. Okay, that's fair. I, that, that seems usually I, – I, actually, I feel like – Last, was it last week when you guys were recording? I feel like your quick thought was longer than both the Celtics it's and the Patriots. <laughs> Maybe even the Bruins. <laughs> when I was listening, I was like, I was like, they did two minutes on the Bruins, two yeah. minutes on the Celtics, four minutes on the Red Sox. I mean, four minutes on the on the Bruins. Now what? And it, it was like fifty yeah. <laughs> minutes on the on the Red Sox, which is which is great, which is fine. And why did the quick thought go so long? Because it was about baseball. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Right. That's a good point. I guess that's what happens when when two baseball minds meet. But uh, okay, that was a good one. We'll, so we'll change it. What is your second opening thought? Um, it has to do with the uh, Golden State Warriors, uh, Toronto Raptors final. Um, this is Golden State's fifth consecutive trip to the NBA final. Yep. So I'm drawing a correlation to the Patriots. And I think most of America is getting sick of Golden State being in the final. And I'm wondering how people in New England view that. Do they correlate that with the Patriots? And maybe we can understand why the rest of the country is so sick of the Patriots. Because Golden State's been doing it for five years. Patriots been doing it now for almost two decades. So I think I feel like the people hate the Patriots a lot more than they hate Golden State. And so like, I saw it like... Well, the Patriots also have the cheating element thrown in, the spy gate, and yeah. all, the, all the other yeah, gates and, and, thrown and, and, in there, too, so deflate gate. So that adds an element to it as well. And Golden State has the KD element, which people tend to hate him, hate Golden State for that, for adding Kevin Durant, for adding Boogie Cousins after the fact. But I just I feel like the Patriots get way more hate, and I also feel like New Englanders hate Golden State for the fact that they just keep winning, and it's kind of hypocritical. Excellent, yeah, absolutely, and that's that's kind of where I was going with this. Yeah, it, it's a little hypocritical, and I think that they do. I mean, I, I personally don't care because I care about as much as the NBA as well, not anything at all, I guess. So it doesn't really matter to me. Yeah, it sucks that the Celtics aren't in it, but it, it whatever. Like I actually sort of kind of enjoy what Golden State did. They bit like it's not like it's not like if the Lakers were to now go on this 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 run similar to Golden State where they get LeBron and then they get the next big free agent, the next big free agent, like that's annoying. But Golden State was a a, a no name team that built their team. Right. You know what I mean? They right. drafted they drafted, they drafted Steph, well. They, they drafted right. Clay. They drafted Draymond Green. And then they added pieces to that. They added veterans in Andre Iguodala. They added a superstar in Kevin Durant after the fact, but like they they became after Golden they had State. already won two championships, right? They became Golden State because they built the team, right? So I think like I don't I personally don't care, and they're a fun team to watch. I mean Curry, he's a fun player to watch. He is, he is, yeah. No, it, it's it's interesting to see all of. It's like they're like the exact opposite of the Celtics. They have all the talent in the world, and yet they all play together. And it seems like I know Steph put up forty eight or whatever in that one, but he basically played the game by himself. But when everybody's healthy, they're constantly moving the ball. It's no right. one person, and which, it's which in a way maybe has ruined the NBA because you know they they were one of the first teams that I can remember that was just jacking up threes left and right. Yeah, and, and now it, everybody's doing it, but they don't have the talent that Golden State does to be able to do that. And even watching a little bit of the finals, you know, teams just jacking up threes, not making them. That's not fun to watch. I believe it was the last game. Now Toronto's Toronto's going to win the series, by the way. Yeah, they're, well, they're, it certainly looks like it. They're, 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 like, they're like set up. They're Kawhi up. Leonard is the uh, he's the most underrated player in basketball. Yeah, you, like he was in San Antonio, who was one of the best teams in basketball. 
like talked like ran his way out of there for whatever reason. Now he's in Toronto and just took Toronto to the to the to an NBA championship. Well, basically. neither one is a media hotbed. I mean, until you actually win something, people really don't pay attention to you. Look True. at look at Milwaukee. You know, True. they they flew under the radar. Unless you're Boston, New York, Chicago, Los Angeles. People really don't pay that much attention to you until you actually win. Yeah, that's true. I, I suppose, but but most underrated player in the league has to be. Has sure. to be. The I most mean, when you play in San Antonio, you're overshadowed by your coach there, and Tim and, Duncan, and was, Tim Duncan was yeah. still there. I think so. You know, even though Kawhi was the uh, the Finals MVP that year, but you're right. He did he did talk his way out of town or whatever he did. So, and then goes up and plays in Toronto. Which does anybody really take Toronto seriously as a basketball city? They will now. They yeah no now they will which and as we record this they're up three one yeah they'll be up three uh, one when this releases right when this releases they'll yeah. still be up three one yeah so the the thing I wanted to talk about in that series was the shove of Golden State's minority owner on Kyle Lowry did you see the this I saw the highlight or so the replay whatever you want to call it I didn't see it happen obviously I spent all of last week in Georgia. And spoiler they, alert: They don't I get uh, basketball games. In they Georgia. do, but some alcohol was consumed, and it, things were happening. Let, let's be honest: even if you were still in Boston, you probably wouldn't have been watching it. So I, I did watch some of the games. I didn't watch. I didn't watch them as intently as I would have if I was sitting on my own couch. But you, you know, whatever. But I, I did watch some. Of, I did watch some of the game. I didn't see that, but I did see. You know, LeBron James's outrage, his horribly worded, um, misspelled. Um, it, like just terrible Instagram post about this shove that this guy had, and everyone praising Kyle Lowry for his for his maturity and not responding back. Leading up to it, I honestly thought the dude like got up out of his seat, two hand like to yeah. his chest, like yeah. threw him back onto the court. Like what he did was wrong, a hundred percent wrong. I'll start with that. But let's not blow it up into a a, a, a quote privilege, your privilege isn't good here. Yeah, like I, let, let like let's uh, one year getting banned for one year for what he did is kind of a joke. Like he like basically like he was like a mosquito. He just like it was like again wrong. You can't do that. You cannot touch a basket. You cannot well, touch a player. Did, did the guy land on his wife or his girlfriend or his no, daughter no, 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 or, or no, no, something no, no, like no, no, that? No. He, he I didn't. mean, if somebody landed on your girlfriend. If a player like that, wouldn't you push no. the guy off? No. You don't think uh, so? I, heat of the moment, you don't think something like that would happen? They're all a lot bigger than me, so probably not. That's but, true. But you probably it, wouldn't have been able to reach him from one seat <laughs> away. But I agree with you. But, I heard about it first, and I think I saw something about it on Twitter. I'm sure Stephen A. Smith jumped on it and was, you know, this is blasphemy. Well, like you said, I you know, I thought he got up and, and shoved him to the ground right. the way they the outrage nope. was going on it. And then I saw the replay, and it's like, was that really that much? He got, he got, but, I mean, the guy's a billionaire. He's a part owner of the opposing team. I, I, again, it was wrong. You can't do it. But to find, like, if it wasn't the minority owner of the team, would he have gotten fined? Five hundred thousand dollars. Probably for not that? fine, but he probably would have been banned from the stadium for a year. For a full se- like, I could see not letting the guy back in for the rest of the finals. I could see that. Which, by the way, is probably only going to be one game. He missed, yeah. he'll miss one game. But well, they could the ban him from the building forever now because they're done in that building. True. Well, maybe that's a loophole. Maybe that's a loophole they're going to go. With. You can't come back in this building. But he's not he, like for a year. Like that's 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 pretty harsh for yeah. what happened. Like again. Can't do it. You can't do it. It's not allowed. But, which brings me to the bigger well, point you of know the what whole though? thing. That's, that's the peril that you run. I mean, these guys are sitting within three feet Sweat of is inbounds. dripping on them. There's no way they don't have sweat being dripped on them. I'm surprised nobody's gotten seriously hurt by one of like, these it, giant men. Six and, Lowry six and a half a giant plus man. feet. But, I mean, you've seen, I mean, you've seen Ken, Shaq fly over the first row and in. go into the second row. Yeah, no, yeah, you're right. But it gets me to my bigger point. Again. And how is it different than uh, Drake, Drake that's exactly, high-fiving that's exactly on the sideline and giving the coach a rubdown? Exa- that is exactly you what I said. You are a fan. You should be separate from the play. That is exactly what I was And it goes to. back to Spike Lee back yeah, in the well, 90s yeah. with yeah. the Knicks. But, no, that's fine. 
Nobody says anything about Drake giving the giving the coach a little. There was a little. A little there was a little blowback on that. I think somebody told there, him, "Hey, no, no, you got to no, no, tone no, it down." No, no, he no. probably didn't listen to him. There was blowback from Milwaukee fans because it was against Milwaukee. That's I thought it. the I thought the NBA. Maybe he didn't say anything. Nobody said, said anything because because nobody seems to care, and it it, it 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 blows my mind that that's allowed. You're allowed to do that, but but this guy gets banned for a year for being a little mosquito on 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 Kyle Lowry now. Kyle Lowry, Kyle Lowry did show a ton of maturity to not go back at him. Like, I, that, like respect to yeah. him for not going. And, you know, we don't know the whole story. It reminded me of, um, do you remember when Marcus Smart was in college? I think he played Oklahoma State. He punched State. that dude. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the guy called him a racial, racial slur. Right. So you don't know if this guy threw something out as he was shoving him. There we was don't, no, we there, don't know the whole there story. There was no racial slur. It was a get the F out of here. Okay. that's what, uh, Multiple times, I guess yeah. the guy said it. Which, yeah. Eh, sit, sit, sit in the bleachers for one game of a of a Red Sox game, or sit sit on the upper bowl at a Bruins game. Yeah, but that's not conduct that. becoming an owner of a team to say something like eh, that. I I just it's just I just think it's a, it's a it's a it's a double standard that Drake can do it, but this guy gets suspended for. I, again, I'm not saying that he was. I'm not saying that that what he did was right, but you know, a year suspension seems like a lot for me. I don't know. But let's, so that uh, quick thought took about ten minutes. <laughs> well, that was two quick thoughts, so they were five minutes each. Okay. Well, no, it, it averages out that yeah. way. Yeah, that's yeah. how it works. Um, what team do you want to? Do you team? have a, an opening thought? Uh, I did, but it was a, it was about Drake. Oh, okay. It was about Drake. So it, everything's fine here. We uh, didn't even didn't we even didn't even plan that. That that, that was good. Yep. What uh, what team do you want to talk about uh, to lead us off? Uh, well, seeing we already stopped started talking about the Patriots a little bit, why don't we go there? Not a lot. To talk about there, but I figured there was one topic that might get you going. This Tom terrific, the Tom thing. terrific issue. So, again, I was away all last week and didn't I didn't fully hear this story, but from what I understand, Tom Brady trademarked the tried, phrase. Tried to trademark. I don't know if he actually did. Tried to f- trademark the phrase Tom terrific. Yeah. To which at first I say, "What a squid." <laughs> This is where I was hoping it like, would go. What a dweeb! Like what? A, what? A, what a moron! Like what? You don't feed into your own hype. That's not what you do as a patriot. Then I saw him say, "I don't like people calling me Tom Terrific." Wah. So I tried to trademark it. Wah. So people wah, that wouldn't was a do it spin anymore. Move he made there. So so people wouldn't. So people weren't allowed to call me it anymore. Which is even a bigger dumb dumb dweeb move. Look. Where you don't like that people call you Tom Terrific? Like you're a, such a dork. Like you were, you're. Oh my god, you're. That's even worse. That's a worse look to me. That's like saying like I have way more money than anybody else, so I'm just gonna buy my way to freedom. Like it's a joke. Like, mm. go ahead. What do you think? No, I just wanted to hear what you thought. It's a joke. Like it was a. It, well, it was, the original outrage was because of Mets fans. Tom Seaver, who pitched for the Mets back in the 60s and actually pitched for the Red Sox. Not too many people remember that. Um, pitched for him in 86. He was called Tom Terrific by Mets fans back then. So that's who, who was initially outraged by the whole thing, was how dare Brady steal that. That's that's Tom Seaver's gig. But that was a cartoon back in the 50s. That's Tom where terrific. it original came from. Tom Terrific was a cartoon character. Did he get given, back in the fifties? Did he get given the trademark? Did they? Did, did I don't, who, I don't did, know who gives trademarks. I haven't really. Did the government give it to him. I don't. Some official agency will give it, but I don't know if he won it. I mean, it was such a non-story to begin with. Do you believe? Do you believe that he actually tra- tried to trademark it so that people would stop calling him? No, it? because like, not for a second. Like, and I don't think I don't know how much he had to do with it. He must have his own PR people who do these things. His agent and and his firm must handle these type of things. I doubt if Brady actually woke up one morning and said, hey, gee, I think I'm going to trademark Tom Terrific. Oh, I'm just so sick of people calling me Tom Terrific that I'm just, I'm going to trademark it so you can't say it anymore. Guess what? You could trademark it. I'm still going to say it. People are still going to say it. No, it's not going to stop anybody from saying it. No, if but you're it'll actually stop them from tra- using it, from putting it on a T-shirt. But, you no, know, so that's the thing is that you want to you yeah. want to do it so that you they can have put it on, on your T-shirt. So he can sell them at his TB12 exactly. outlets. Don't be like, oh, you dweeb. <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> He's back, everyone. Uh, they also cut Austin Severian Jenkins, apparently. Uh, sounds like he cut himself. 
he has some issues off the field. He just said, "I don't want to do this. I don't want to play." Yeah, football. I don't. I don't think he showed up to OTAs, uh, not OTAs, to uh, mandatory minicamp. So they released him. Mm. A non-story. I mean, I mean, I, mean, yeah, I think of, he could have contributed, and it's still not ruled out that he will not be back at some point. But, but for now, he's gone. So, the, the, is the tight end? Are they going to have a curse at tight end now? That that that's what I'm really wondering. Well, you never want to be the guy to follow the guy. Yeah, but they sign Austin's very, and everyone's like, "Oh, okay, like yeah, sure, Gronk's done, like okay, but but this guy can contribute." Now he's not even on the team anymore. Then they sign Ben Coates, who's a million. Ben Watson, whatever, same guy, same yeah. player. They sign Ben Ben Coates. Ben Coates is a million. He actually and a would half. be a million. Yeah, Ben Watson. They sign him back. He's a million years old. He gets popped for PEDs. He's not going to play the first four weeks. Ooh, who's their tight end right now? Legacy, Lacoste, Lacoste. Okay, cool. Like, but that's why. Like, now you don't. Now you're right back to square one. You don't right. have a tight end, even though. Who knows what Ben Coates slash Watson would be in in week five or whatever. Like, you know, the first four weeks of the season don't matter. We all know that, but you don't have a tight end. You have nothing there. You don't have a wide receiver other than Edelman. You have nothing. Didn't draft a tight end. You have you have you have nothing in the receiving game right now, outside of Edelman. Nothing. Nikhil. Who's a and rookie? Keel. You don't know anything about Nikhil Harry. You know yeah. nothing. You know that he's a, he's a, he's a physical specimen. That's all you know. You don't know just, anything about. They've him. got a bunch of guys. Yeah. That's what they've got is a bunch of guys. But to be fair, I said this last year. I'm done criticizing their receiving core because well, they is, can have a bunch of nothings and then they still win the Super Bowl. So this it doesn't was, really matter. This was the big rap last year with Brady not going to OTAs as they had a bunch of new receivers and he had to work up a chemistry with them, and it turned out didn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. So I'm not even gonna. But you did, I think, for three quarters of the season. I think it mattered. It took them a while to find their identity. Well, I think they're also kind of hoping that Josh Gordon gets reinstated from his lifetime ban, which isn't real. But but I don't know. It's just it seems like now you have nothing. It isn't a lifetime ban. It's a it's a indefinite suspension. Indefinitely, whatever, whatever. It doesn't. Even if you have a lifetime ban, you can still get in. Like uh, Francisco Mejia in baseball. Still went to the big ring ceremony they had at Bob Kraft's house. What do you think of the rings? I, they're all gaudy and just way over the top. And who gives a crap if it has 108 diamonds to symbolize the number of practices they had that year? Yeah, I don't really? Care I don't care about that. I actually really like them. I like the six Lombardis on the front. The only thing I don't like is on the underside, on like the band or like the under part of whatever. I don't know what it's called, but underneath underneath your ring finger the, or whatever. The part that goes up against your finger? The underneath part. Yeah. It has all of the years that they've won the Super Bowl. And if I'm a player that just won my first Super Bowl, I'm saying, why do I, yeah, why do, why do we I have care? all of these? Yeah, like why, why are we? Se- I like, was ten years old when when you won this first Super but Bowl. It's like it, it, if I've only been here for two or three years, why do I care? Like, I don't care about the legacy. Well, maybe you should. No, but but I don't. Like, I care about this year. That like each ring should be an an an, an indictment to the year. Now, you're in a very unique situation where it just happens to be you have a million years to celebrate all of these things. But you, you should – like, it should be that year. Didn't the Red Sox do something like that with their rings that they had? Yeah. The, didn't the, they have the, the World Series trophy on it? Like, if you've won If you won the two, trophy. Yeah, if you, if you were on the, the trophy, team back in 2013, yeah, the, you got two trophies on your yes, ring. Yes, exactly. Like they, that's what that's what should have happened on that band. Or if you were on the team, you could you could have the year engraved, or put it underneath the part that nobody sees. Yeah, like, I'm talking like on the top of your finger, underneath. Yeah, like have it up there. The year, like the ring. You sure they be, didn't do that? You sure they didn't do that? No, they didn't. It's on the. It's it, like, so it's on all the were, rings. If you were to if you were to go like high five, it's on that part of the ring that, that for you everybody see. for everybody. Okay, for everybody. The other thing that I that I can't stand are the. Dopey, goofy pictures that everybody takes with all their rings. <laughs> like Brady does it. Belichick. Did you see the one of Belichick? Yeah, he had seven rings, which I can't figure out. Well, didn't he win one with the he Giants? He two with the or, Giants. Okay, so maybe he lost one. and Or he just has so many that his, he can't lift his hands up with how heavy it is. But he just looks so unenthused, just like, okay, Linda, take the picture. Mm. I'm surprised he went that far. Mm. Well, Linda did it. You know, you know it was Linda. The only ring he cares about is the next one. Yeah, oh, please. Yeah, definitely. But but it's just like those. Has to dopey, change the name of his boat again. Those dopey pictures, like it's just like such like a. I don't know. Oh, what do you care? I, do, I really. Don't. Why do these things bother you I so much? Know. I don't know. You have mini camp on the agenda for the Patriots. What? what yeah, about we don't have to talk about. They had mini camp this week. There's nothing for the Celtics, but there was news for the Celtics. 
Maybe it didn't reach up here and it just hit in Georgia. I don't know. But uh, Kyrie Irving is all but done. It is, it is, quote, highly, highly unlikely he will return to the Celtics. Is that news? I don't think I, I don't think it's a, I don't think it's a surprise, but you know it's just it's just funny that you know his word is uh, about as good as as ours in the sports world. So actually, ours might even be better because we hold true to a lot of the stuff that we say. We wouldn't lie to our season ticket holders. It's remember as the great George Costanza says, it's not a lie if you, you believe, believe it. it. <laughs> so I guess the only thing from the only question I really have, and we can do it quickly on the Celtics, is. Do they now like if you're out if Kyrie's out you're out on AD you're never gonna get AD. Supposedly the rumors are they are in on AD. Yeah, yeah, cool, but that'd be the dumbest move you've ever made in the history of moves because well, come here for get, one year you, and he'll move you've on. You've got to get him in a sign and trade. If he you're gonna get him for a one year rental, then it is a stupid trade. deal. He won't sign. Then and that's trade. the only way you bring him in. He won't sign and trade because he, he won't make his money until the end of this year. So he's not gonna play a whole another year. New, which by the way, the fact that he still wants out of New Orleans is so stupid. Should, should we have a bake sale or start a GoFundMe page for him for for the one year that he'll have to play? <laughs> no. at twenty million. No, yeah, I know, oh, poor guy. But uh, do you now just say screw screw Kyrie Irving, screw Anthony Davis? Now we're going to build around Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Gordon Hayward. Yeah, that's what you do. Like that, that, That's what you do. And you try to get bigger up front because you have to play Giannis at least four times a year. And in the playoffs. And you've got to play Philadelphia, who's big up front, four times a year. Yep. And then yep. you got to play him in the playoffs. No, I still so think, I, I think that's what you need to do. We've talked about this a little bit before, but I still think you can go out and get a legitimate point guard. You, you, can you probably could, but you you're can. gonna you're gonna have to give up one of your assets, no, one of your you trade sign picks. One. Sign one. You could you could. I'm who's pretty... who's the one from from Charlotte that everybody's high on? Uh, Kemba Walker. Kemba Walker. He's yes. He's he's number like he's good. I I've said Drew Holiday before. He's a very very good player that I don't think will cost you a max player, and I think that that'll help free up a max slot for Tatum when he gets there. And I think I think that it's well under the Larry Bird rule. If your player gets to that slot, I think you can still sign him. No, you only have so much money. Yeah, but then you I can think sign him. To, you can sign him to. They have a luxury tax, don't else. they? Similar to baseball. Yeah, but you like there's still there's still a, a limit of of the amount of money that you like. You can just assign him to more money, and you're allowed to go over the tax because it's your player, right? But you still. Oh, so you've if got you, a, if so you, you've you got have a, a max guy somewhere else. You have a max guy in Hayward, a max guy in Horford. And your next max guy c- could be Jason Tatum. Horford may be off the books by then, but then you got to sign Jalen Brown. He's probably going to want max money. So you you need a you can't sign a max point guard if you want all these guys. Well, didn't Horford say he'd come back for less money? I'm not sure. I think he I'm did. not sure. I know he's going to opt in and he's going to make a, a gazillion dollars. So maybe once that maybe once his contract's up, they'll maybe then they can do it then. I'm not sure, but I mean he could probably be a, a mid level exception or whatever those guys are. The veteran minimums or whatever they are, they, the contracts in the NBA are ridiculous. But Red Sox or uh, Bruins? Why don't we talk about the Red Sox? Save the Bruins for last. Full disclosure. Yeah. Didn't see a single pitch all last week. Yeah. Not one. So did, did miss is, a heck of a lot. This is your show. Go ahead. Did miss a heck of a lot. They beat up on a bad Kansas City team for three games and then got themselves four games over five hundred. I think for the second or third time this year. And then lost badly in a two game, uh, the first two games against Tampa Bay. Uh, first game Friday night and the first game of the doubleheader on Saturday. Almost got no hit, right? Yeah, some didn't Chirinos have a Chirinos? Yeah, didn't he have? A, I think he went eight innings. No hit baseball for eight. No, he didn't. No hit for eight. I think they got their first hit in the maybe. I'm, maybe I, it was the fifth. I got the update. But, I believe he was perfect through either five or six. Okay, now may may have been five, but. Jackie Bradley ended up getting the first hit. Oof. So, thank God his swing's coming around. Yeah, well, actually, he has a little bit, but he's he's never going to be. Has anything? He is what he is at this point. Has anything changed with the Red Sox realistically in the last month, month and a half? What's happening to them right now is they're getting hit with injuries. JD Drew came out of the Kansas City. JD Drew, wow, <laughs> Jesus. him and Ben Coates coming back. <laughs> JD Martinez came out of the Kansas City series with back spasms which have been plaguing him off and on all year, and he has not played since. And that has taken a major hit on the offense. Moreland finally came off the IL. And went right back on. Got two at-bats, and then went right, yeah, 
Right. Thanks for stealing my thunder. I thought you didn't watch anything. I Um, I still get updates. Just because I don't watch it, I still get updates. Pierce is still out. So, you know, you're forced into yesterday they had um, Sam Travis. Sam Travis in left field. And you've got Chavis, who is slumping horribly. Although he has started to come out of it a little bit, but he still looked horrendous in Kansas City, like striking out two or three times a game. That team sucks, too. They really do. They're horrendous. And they won a World Series just, what, four years ago? Yeah, but they... they But I then mean, they couldn't afford to keep anybody. They lost ever... Like, they have one player. Uh, their catcher's out for the year. Catcher's he, out for the year again. Salvador Perez, he's out yeah. for the year. They have one... They have Gordon. One, Whit, no, Whit Merrifield. Oh, yes, he's Whit the best Merrifield. player. Yeah. That, like, that, that's literally... Alex, Alex Gordon is a shell of himself. Yeah. I thought you meant players left over from the World Series. Oh no no no! I meant like they they only I, they only have one legitimate player in Whit Merrifield. He's probably yeah. gonna traded, so it, it really doesn't matter. But and as I wrote in my Red Sox column this week, he would look in a Red Sox uniform. He Plug would. Him in at second base, you're good for the. Next you don't game. have the assets to go get him. That's you don't have the assets for anything right now. True, true. But you thought you were gonna get some bullpen help, or we were hoping you were gonna get some bullpen help. But Mr. Craig Kimbrell signs with Theo Epstein. Yes. That was a surprise move, and Keuchel signed with the Braves. The Braves. Now, I didn't realize until I don't know if it was even brought up brought up on our on our one of our previous episodes, but if they had signed the team, like the Red Sox would have got draft pick compensation for him. If he signed prior to the, to the draft. draft, the draft was like the cutoff date. So I, I I didn't realize that that was a thing. Like I thought he was was he restricted free agent, like or because no, they, they made him, him an a qualifying offer. offer. From what I understand, Dallas Keuchel signed for less than his qualifying offer. Well, that was that was a risk he took, and he only signed for one year. Right, Kimbrel signed for two with an option for a third. Yeah, a, a pretty big money, decent money, but nowhere near what he was looking for. No, and he, and he knew he wasn't. And, get I, th- what he was and I think for. it was less money than what he made for the Red Sox last year. I think he made fifteen for the with the Red Sox was last it year. Forty something mil, forty five mil for three years. Kimbrel, yeah, was I'm, it that much? I'm pretty sure it was forty. It was either forty five or forty eight million dollars for three for two for three. For three, well, that's that's a little less, including his including his option. Well, that's about fifteen. So you got that's he, a little less than fifteen. So he, so he so he now does he get prorated for this year? Yeah, I'm sure it does. Or does he still does he still make the no? Full I'm sure it's prorated. Hmm, interesting. And you know what else I couldn't figure out with him? They say it'll take several weeks for him to be ready. Why he pitches one inning? You're eating, what have you been doing? <laughs> what have you been doing for for the last four months? He's been sitting on the couch eating KFC. I just clipped the microphone. I'm sorry, but. <laughs> What have you been doing for like what, what like several weeks to come in and pitch one inning? Keiko, I can see. Yeah, sort he's got to build up his arm strength sort of, for a even, starter. But even then, they should he should go right to AAA, make two or three starts, and then boom, you're in the big leagues. Because you should have been you should have been throwing. I understand it's hard to match the intensity of a game, but especially for one inning, what what weeks? <laughs> what? It's a joke. So now you're now you're now you're three months into the season. And I guess you're going to get an all-star caliber closer. So I, I guess it actually kind of works out for, for the Cubs, which I was surprised because they kind of came out of nowhere. So, and the Braves came out of nowhere for Keiko. I thought for sure both of them were going to go to the Yankees. I thought at least Keiko was going to go I to the Yankees. I thought for sure they were both going to end up. And just like as a big F you to the Red Sox, Kimbrel was going to end up. I, I never heard Kimbrel's name. I mean, the last thing the Yankees need is help in the bullpen. True. I thought he was going to go to the Rays. Apparently the Rays made a good run at him. And ended up just missing out. They couldn't quite match what the Cubs offer. But can you imagine putting Kimbrel in that bullpen that the you Rays have? The now? Rays have? Yeah, no. The, Ra- the Rays, are, the Rays are a legitimate I know, baseball I, team. I said they were. They weren't, but they're I le- was wrong. They're a legitimate baseball. They team. have a. They have a good young team. They they play solid baseball. They play it the right way. I mean, this is this is what they did years ago when they had Longoria was a kid and Price was a kid. Yeah. By the way, David Price has been your best starting pitcher, far and away. Like he's far he's and been, away. He's been. The balls may have saved your season last night. We'll see what happens today, but last night he was—that's exactly what you needed from him. And he's been that Saturday all night. season. He has, with the exception of maybe one or has. two games, and like the the flu game. I don't know what was up with that, but you have to think it was legitimate. I, I wasn't here for that, right? I missed that. He came. He missed. He came out early with the flu. Yeah, he came out in the first. Whatever day. he had the poopies. And and originally I thought it was his arm again because he kind of winced on one of the one of the pitches he threw. Uh, so the immediate speculation was it's his arm. But maybe he had no, they announced during the game it was flu like symptoms. And he pitched two days later. So like I yeah. I believe it. Like he, yeah. he that was on a Sunday I think, and he pitched Tuesday. So I I believe it. Right. And I think you know he's he's been he's been your best pitcher. 
But yes. your best starter, yes. better than better than the ace that you just signed in Chris Sale, which kills me to say. Actually, I like David Price, so it doesn't. Well, really Price is still making more money than Sale. Yeah, but your ace is Chris Sale. But David Price has been, and it's funny that nobody wants to talk about David Price now that he's playing well, pitching well. Nobody wants to talk about Stay David. Stay tuned to the website; you're going to find out the best. Oh, you're going to talk about David Price. I'm going to write about David Price. The Spoiler best alert. thing that ever could have happened to David Price is winning the World Series last year. That's oh, sure, they took a, took a ton of pressure off of him. To him, and it I feel like it's shown this year. It has shown. Yeah. Do you think getting rid of Fortnite in the clubhouse has worked for this team? Did that come in on the chat? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you looked at the computer and then you asked that question. I thought no, you were looking at the chat. No, because that's which the, we don't even have. No, that's the thing that that always gets everybody. You know, everybody, oh, the is, Fortnite? is the Fortnite stuff, yeah, and yeah. they they banned it from the from the. Th- they're playing the exact same. Weird how video games didn't seem to matter. Mm. That's true. Weird that's how they're true. playing the exact same. And the video games doesn't seem to matter. Hmm, interesting. Um, I missed something on the Celtics. You might have missed something on the Celtics too. The the Paul Pierce thing. Did oh, you hear about this? Speaking about poop and pants. Yeah, that's, that's what made me yeah. think of it. Yeah, I did see did it. You, did, so and and they yeah and they actually had a picture <laughs> which showed the little spot. Okay, no, on his okay. shorts. Do we believe any of this? Like, do we think this is actually real? Because I would hundred <laughs> percent. Why don't you explain it for the people who ha- so who aren't aware of it? Two thousand. Eight, Paul Pierce leaves the game in his in the wheel. It was the wheelchair. It was, game. it was a classic one where everybody thought he was dead, and he yeah. got taken to the locker room in a wheelchair. No, no, he got carried, like literally carried well, him off the court. Carried and they him put off him the in court, a wheelchair, him in, right. wheeled him, wheeled him back, wheeled him out, and he like jumps up off the wheelchair like he's Stone Cold Steve Austin, yeah. bouncing around like he. And he comes out and just seals the game for the Celtics. That was two thousand eight. It was in the finals in two thousand eight. Yes, yes. And right away, everyone's like, "This dude is such a phony. He's faking it." Blah 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 blah. Don't can't say I necessarily disagree, but he does the pre, post, and halftime show mm-hmm. on the finals. Which why he does it, I don't even know because he's not that good. But and he came out and said it was like the anniversary. He's like, ah, I can finally admit I had to I had to use the bathroom. I, had, I just had to go to the bathroom. He, uh, I, I may have I may have it was more than my that. pants he, he on, actually, yeah. on the floor. He sharded. He's trolling. That did not happen. <laughs> He's trolling. Come on, they have visual proof. They don't have. They visual. have the they have the little brown no, spot on the back no, of his no, white that's shorts. Photoshop. They did not. Oh, that was that photoshopped. Is, it, it is. They, you. He's like people are believing it. Like this is the most cr- like craziest thing that people are believing that it, that's actually what happened. Why would he say it though? He's just trolling. Why? Why would you? Dude, why would you admit on national television? I crapped my pants and because, had to get out of there because it's that is what Paul Pierce does. Do you remember after game one, he said the series is over. Yeah, well, everybody says stuff no, 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 like no, no, that. No, 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 no. He's just, he's just trolling. That's what he does. Like he gets enjoyment out of, out of, out of like just but trolling people. What does that do for him? Nothing. But, he, but it was because it was the anniversary and people were talking about it. And, he, and he's like being a dinkus. He's like, yeah, finally I can admit I pooped my pants. Like he's not being <laughs> sincere. Like they, he's trolling and people are falling for it. And it's like, nah, that didn't happen. There's no way. Well, at least he came back into the game. Yeah, he wiped up, cleaned up, put on a new diaper. Put on a new pair of shorts. <laughs> and got out there. So, uh, do you want to talk about anything else about the Red Sox? Uh, no, no. Uh, other than if they lose today, Sunday, as we're recording, I think the season's over. I don't. We're, I we're still over. in early June. I don't think it's over. They'll be seven games out at that point. I don't think You it, can't I, beat a good team. Yeah, right they're, now. Their record against Houston, New York. Tampa Bay playoff team. is horrendous. Yeah, no, I, I horrendous. Agree. I still don't think it's over because of that second wild card spot, and I think that you could see three teams from the AL East make the playoffs this year. I think it's that it's possible. very, very possible. It's possible because, but what what has me concerned is now the injury bug is starting to hit them, and they're not responding can they, well. Can they? Yeah, like they like have they, with the they don't have the talent to bring up from Pawtucket. If Sam Travis is the best that you can bring up from Pawtucket. You're in trouble. And I see Chavis. The only thing keeping Chavis right now, I think, on the Major League roster is the injuries. I think he, if Moreland was still healthy when Brock Holt came back, I think Chavis probably would have got sent back down to try to figure out how to hit a high fastball because he cannot. And one more thing yesterday, Marco Hernandez came back. And you may say, who? No, I remember. I, th- I wrote about this guy early in the season um, with a preseason look on options at second base. Yep. I think he's a real dark horse candidate for taking this over the second base position. This guy can hit. 
He can hit. He's never been able to put it together, though, in the ma- at the major league level, right? Well, he's, he's never been able to or... stay healthy. Yeah. So if he can stay healthy, I think he's a real option. Somebody to look at. Somewhere in the heart of Nashville, James's heart just broke. Because because I dissed the ice horse? Because you dissed Michael Chavis and saying that he would have been sent down. Sorry, James. Had everyone been healthy. Sorry, James. We should take a moment for James. And now we can talk about the Reds. <laughs> Which I've been holding it in for for a week and a half now, two weeks almost since I've been able to talk about the Bruins. So by the time you're hearing this, the series could be over. The series could be over, which is an absolute joke. The fact that you are so the best thing that could have happened to David Price was winning the World Series last year. The worst thing that could have happened to the Bruins is what happened in Game Three, where they destroyed the St. Louis Blues. That was a seven to two game. Mm-hmm. They, that, they that was chased, the game where your first line finally woke up and they chased gave you something. They chased Bennington. That was the. I know this sounds crazy, but that is the worst thing that could have happened to this team because the Blues punched back, and, and they punched back had, hard. You have had no answer whatsoever. The, like the 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 thing about the Bruins, ever since I was a Bruins fan, is what big bad Bruins, the Milan Luciches, the big heavy, the the Dano Chars, the big heavy hitters. Guess what? The Blues are bigger and badder than you. They're bigger than badder than you. The way that you beat the St. Louis Blues is what you did in Game 3. You fly. You go. They're not going. They don't have the room to go. They're, they, they're, not, they're, not, they're not creating the room. They're not, cre- they're not, they're not getting the room. They're not, line, that first line... St. Louis is not letting them breathe. That first line should be able to create space against any member of the St. Louis Blues at any given time. All three of those guys are the three best... Vladimir Tarasenko. But the, the, those three guys are the three best players on the ice at any given moment. They should be able to... Cr- this first line is Paul piercing their pants right now. They've been Paul piercing their pants the whole playoffs. They have their games. They have, they've had like they've had three a few games. spurts here and there. They've had a, pretty much a game in every round. They, How they, many five-on-five five goals have they scored? I don't question. know what the number is. It's a good question. Not but I, I, don't think it's, I don't think it's many at all. Not many. And... and, and which will get you. Which will get. I get us to the officiating because this. This is the the well, hottest. Well, before topic. we go there, it's not just the first line. Depth. The depth scoring's disappeared too. Where has Krejci's line been? I don't know. Now. I. I don't know. Full disclosure: Everybody who listens knows I'm not a big hockey guy, but if I, you know, I'm watching this now. This is the first real hockey I've watched, and I've been watching every game during the playoffs. If I knew nothing coming into it about this team, I would think the Krejci line was the fourth line. You rarely see them on ice, and when you do, they're not doing anything. Do you remember what I said back when the playoffs started about the Krejci line? No. How can you feel comfortable going into a playoff series oh, when you don't know where you who don't you're... know who your top six right right winger and is? And they're still juggling them. Back is set out the last game. They didn't have a right winger on that line last game. The no, right they winger were, they has been David Backus. The right. right the right winger has been David Backus, and for some stupid reason. Bruce Cassidy decides to play seven defensemen. Well, do you think the fact that Chara has a broken jaw might have been part of that stupid reason? Let me get to Chara in a second. Yes, that has to do. Yes, that has to do with it. Obviously. And you've got Greslick out with a concussion. What you like? Oh, you only and you still got two other defensemen that have been out. You only have seven defensemen. Period. That's all you have. They were skating Vikanen. Vakaninen. 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 He's a prescription the to su- everything. It's the sweetest drug. <laughs> but they were skating him, considering playing him, which is fine. Which is fine. I mean, the that, the guys play two games all year. You're yeah, going to bring him in for game five of a Stanley Cup final. No if, pressure. If Chara couldn't play, that that was well, probably you going might have to be been your forced answer. into it. That was going to be your answer. But to skate seven defensemen and okay, so mistake we, number one, you skated seven defensemen. Mistake number two, you took out your top six winger out of the lineup. Why on And also one of your most physical players. Yeah, why on earth are you taking David Backus out of the line? I understand that he's slower. I understand that he's physical. He was he was a, a, on your second line, a top 6 guy. Why would you take if you take if you take a a, a forward out of the lineup to skate a seventh defenseman? Do you know who you take out? A fourth liner. A fourth line. The fourth line has been productive Fine, for you. Then you go to third line. Why? The would, third line has been productive for why you. Why would Dan Heinen make that lineup over David Backus? The third line has been good, but it's been Johansson and Coyle. Heinen hasn't been that good. 
He hasn't. It's been Johansson and Coyle. Okay. Everything and and realistically, it's been Johansson. So why Backus? Because he's the slowest. They tried to go. They, Which St. Louis isn't a fast team. You, no, no, no. You made the point that a hundred percent they make the Bruins look fast. A hundred percent they do. But that line has been. He's been on that line for two rounds now. Now you're again screwing over David Krejci. I don't think he's been particularly good, but but you can't just you can't just shuffle guys into that spot. That's not how it works. You know, I couldn't even tell you who the left winger is on that line. Jake DeBrusque. Okay, but you you. you but I mean, that's how invisible they've been. They had a good game. In the first two lines had good game in game three. I think DeBrus that, scored on that on the on the power. Was play that the one they won that. seven to two? Yeah, yeah. So everybody had a good game in that. Right, one. but it, that is the game where they were creating space. They were finding space. They made St. Louis look like an an an, an, an AHL team that night. Yeah, and I was I was sitting there saying, "Wow, like th- th- this is going to happen." Yeah, and everybody said they're going to win in five. And now they now they St. Louis is punched back, and you've had no answer whatsoever and they look tentative they look tentative they, you know what it is they look they they're hesitant now they, they that's that's they, what tentative they see, means i know but they they <laughs> they they saw grizzly get hit you saw johansson get hit by the way both those guys got suspended by the way there was no penalty called on the johansson hit but the guy got suspended so i don't know riddle me that and now they just seem like they're 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 hesitant with the puck they're like it's like they're afraid to do something with the puck so when it comes down to people blaming the officials, weak. You can't. I'm it's sorry. Weak. That that's an excuse. It's weak. Now, after game three, St. Louis coach cried about the officials. Yeah. And all of a sudden, they all the calls seem to go St. Louis's way. But that doesn't excuse the fact that in games four and five, your first line has not shown up. If you put yourself in a position where an official's bad call can cost you the game, you deserve to lose. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you you do you you. I pause for dramatic effect. Sorry. and You just jumped right in there. Sorry. I, I just it's, it's, <laughs> it's just now. Obviously, everyone's talking about the the Noel Achari thing. Yes, that's a penalty. You could be. God, even I knew that was a penalty. Even the guy who hit him knew it was a penalty because he immediately up. turned and looked at the ref. Yes, it's a penalty. Yes, he probably embellished a little bit. He the, he it, got his leg completely taken I out agree. from under him. I agree. But you his, don't have to embellish that. I agree, but his loose leg flailed a little bit extra, in my opinion. You know what I mean? He got hit on the left. His right leg came up, and he you know did the little backflip. He sold it a little bit, which is, you know, be that as it may. Yes, it should be a penalty. But as a Bruins fan, I was more mad at the fact that he laid there like he got shot out of a cannon. Get up. Why are you just like why are you laying that like you weren't you weren't hurt? And and it you wasn't just hurt. It wasn't play went on and they ended up scoring a goal. You know, that's what I'm saying. The Blues ended up that's scoring what I'm a goal. And he was in the corner. Yeah. If you if 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 he gets up and gets back into position, now a defenseman got caught. If he gets up and he gets back into position, he's helping protect the cross crease which was coming. And the whole play never happens. Because Tarasenko or um David Perron probably shoots the puck instead of tries to make the pass, which bounces. I mean, it was like it was like an array of, of, of good fortune for the Blues. He passed the puck, bounced off of Krug, went right back to him. He tried to pass it through again, and it hit off of Rask's pad and slid in. Perfect, like It was a perfect form of events for the St. Louis Blues. Yes, it should have been a penalty. Yes, he probably embellished a little bit. You need to get up. Mm-hmm. You cannot lay there and then look at the ref with your missing tooth like a big doofus. And, and like You get up. Get up, finish the play. Finish the play. In 2011, when you won the Stanley Cup, the, the Stanley Cup, you won. Gregory Campbell blocked a shot on the power play, broke his effing leg. Finished the shift. Yeah, I remember finished that. The, his yep. leg was broken. He finished the shift. You got your legs kicked out from underneath you and tried to somersault backwards and didn't get the call. And then you, you pouted. You were pouting. As a Brewers fan, I was more mad at the fact that he just laid there like a dumb flopping fish on the ice as opposed to getting up and getting back into the play. Because if you'd gotten back into the play, you probably could have helped prevent the goal because Crew could have been a lot more aggressive on the player and he probably would have shot and not tried to get it across. That was the mistake that they made. And what is the, You play through the whistle. Play through the whistle. So is, I understand so it should that- have been a penalty. Just, I understand, but when but as soon as St. Louis touched the puck and the whistle wasn't blown, guess what? Get up. Go ahead. 
So does that show that the Blues are in their head? They are. They're, they absolutely in their head. The Blues don't even deserve to be in this series, and they have a damn good chance of winning this series now. Damn good chance. They've been, they've been the better team. They've been the better team. They've certainly been the more physical team, which is by far, which is a, which is crazy to think that that's happening to a Boston Bruins team. That another team is being more physical. Now the West is big boy hockey. The Blues, the Blues have to play this way to survive in the West because for some reason, the hitting is bigger in the in in, in the West. The Bruins play a Western Conference style, or played a Western Conference style, with the Luchichis and the power forwards and all and all that kind of stuff. That's that's Western Conference hockey. The Blues are just beat, like they're just a better team right now. I would not be surprised if by the time this releases, the series is over. I would not. Now, I am not hoping for that, but I would not be surprised if the series is over by the time this comes out tomorrow. I agree with you. But I, but I wouldn't count them out. No, 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 no. And I'm not because 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 they've cause they've shown throughout the playoffs that when they are down, they do come back. They're the better team. Now you on, had on, on you paper, had the chance. Still, they're the better team. You had the chance at home to go up three two. Yeah, that's not a good look. It's not a good look that you were that it was two like that it was two two and you lost on home. Like that's not a good look. That's a that's a damn near must win situation for the home team. Yeah, I mean, why put it? Why put yourself in the position that you have to now win on the road and then come back and win another home game? I, I don't know. I don't know. The, the, the nice thing and is... And I'm sure they didn't want to do that, but that's no, what no, ended no, up that's, happening. That's what happened. The nice thing is is that the NHL gets it right. <clears throat> Excuse me. The NHL gets it right, and they have the extra day for travel. So, like, it, it kind of takes away from momentum when you shift cities. You know, like like if if they had one game off and right, then they played the back next right day, away and play again. there's there's some momentum there. Like now they've had a data a data decompress, a data refocus, and now they a now day they maybe to go. work on some of the things that haven't been working. That's what I mean by refocus. Is yeah. like like they have a they have a day to decompress to not think about hockey. Then they have a day to practice, refocus, travel, do whatever they need to do, and get ready for the game, and. The same thing will happen in game if it gets to a game seven. The same thing will happen. The, now, the only way that doesn't happen, I think, is 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 during a is during a blowout. I think that if the Bruins come out and they blow out the Blues again, momentum will stay on the Bruins side. Winning a close game, I don't think I don't think gets you momentum. It, it didn't help them last time they blew them out. That's because the you Blues, just said it was the worst thing that could have yeah, happened. Yeah, because the Blues fought back. The the Blues responded. So maybe you don't want a blowout. I would, uh, I would, I would, for my heart's sake, I would prefer a blowout. But pointless in talking about what we think is going to happen in Game Six because Cause by the time everybody hears this, it's going to have happened. Yep. So let's talk about Zdeno Chara. I have said all along, it's time for Zdeno Chara to give up the C. I take it back. Really? I take it back. Why? Because he came back. Two reasons. Or because he tried to play. Two reasons. Or he did play, actually. One, the understanding of why he stayed in the game after he broke his jaw. You knew he wasn't going to play. You knew 100% that he couldn't open his mouth, couldn't breathe. There's a 0% chance that he plays. They kept mentioning it during the broadcast. If the Bruins take it too many men or something like that, someone has to serve a penalty, perfect for him to do. More so, he was out there because he wa- – this is what was said. Chara refused to get undressed because he wanted to put the bubble on and sit on the bench and be with his teammates. That is 100% the right thing to do as the captain of the team. And right right then and there, I said, I've been wrong. This guy gets it. He gets it as a captain. And that's what a captain is. It's he not necessarily it. the best player. He gets it as a captain. He understands what mm-hmm. he needs to do to help his team. Just him sitting there should be, like if you're sitting there and this dude is literally struggling to breathe with a broken jaw and he's still sitting on that bench, you have to look at that and say, holy crap, I better play better. Did I it work? It Did it work? Ultimately, no. No. But, but, but. They lost that game and then they come out, he's playing with a broken jaw. Which is the other thing. And that, they got no inspiration from that either. Well, that's on, that's on, that's on those individuals. So if, does that tell you, you a little bit me. about the rest of the team? I don't think so. I, I, I don't think it does. But that's the second part of it, is that there was there's no way this guy plays in game six, right? Or game five. There's no way this dude has a broken jaw. He's going to play. He not only played, he started. He played a good chunk of time, too. 
He was out there. I think he played about 18 minutes. He was taking Now it's it's a it's it's a slight downtick from what he was playing, which I think was 20 which, which was not Oh, okay, yeah. 22 time-wise, yeah. I want to say 22 21 something like that. Which means he probably just didn't get any power play time. I don't think he played on the power play, no. Which I don't I don't know how much power play time he gets as I don't think which he gets their too, power too much play as it suddenly is. has gone ice cold. I, that has nothing to do with Chara. That's just that, that's no, just, but it's it's just another example of that's your skill players not showing up, which is right. what's happening. Your like before your skill players weren't showing up, your depth was. Then when your depth isn't there, your 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 talent shows up. Right, the last two games neither showed up, and that's why they're in the position of three. Not the not the officiating. It's because it's because their 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 team hasn't shown up, and it hasn't been Tuka either. He's, no, he's no. still been outstanding. No, Tuka's been the re- Tuka is the reason you're there. Tuka's the reason you're still you were still in that last game. Yeah, Tuka is the reason that you're in this position, that you're in the finals, and and he very well could be the reason why you're still in it. So I didn't want to get off on on. Did you give your other point on Chara? You said one was that he came back and sat on the bench. The other was that he played in that game he five. played in game five because and he, and he played substantial time in game five. He was he was. It was like a normal day for him. He had a broken jaw. Yeah. He couldn't even talk to the media. He, he still can't. The first day. He couldn't talk on the bench yeah. in game five. He could not communicate with his teammates. Now you're saying, well, why I thought, would he I thought the la- I thought he did talk a little bit after game five. Yeah, after the after the game when they probably shot him up and he said, oh, I can. He probably, he's probably talking like this. Right. Like Mr. Howell. Like, the, that, the, Anybody uh, the, get that reference? I didn't. But the inspiration, <laughs> the inspiration that you that you have, like, this guy can wear the seat as long as he wants now. That's, I'm I, sure that's, he's glad to hear that. Okay, whatever. But but I was wrong. Like this this guy, he actually legit. He gets it. He gets it. I've said all. I've said not even just about Chara. The captain of a team is does not have to be the best player, and that kind of gets misconstrued in sports. Yeah, not that, in the you NHL. Know, the best player, the superstar, that has to be the captain. No, it's it's the guy who's the leader. Yeah, it that happens in basketball. But no, ba- it, what difference does it make who the captain is? They don't even have captains in basketball. They, the general, four general. I mean, really, in, 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 in any other sport, does it matter who the captains are? In, in hockey, it means something. It really does. It, I mean, well, it, the captain is the guy who can talk to the refs on the ice. Yes, but how many times do you see the coaches yelling at the officials, the players yelling at the officials? Like, the, like, like the captain is the relay man when. So this. The, the refs will stand in their little their little ref crease. They'll give the news, hey, man, it wasn't a goal. Hey, it was a goal. Hey, these are the penalties. The player skates over, tells the coach, these are the penalties. The refs skate over to the, the bench anyway, and the coaches, and they start yelling at each other. <laughs> so it really doesn't. So captains mean nothing in any sport. Really? No. But, but in the in NHL. In football, they call the, the coin toss, and that's about it. it yeah. and it, But in hockey, it is a, like it, to me, it's like a legitimate locker room leader is usually the captain of the team. Usually. Sometimes it's the best player, Sidney Crosby, Alexander Ovechkin, but the Blues' best player isn't Alex Petrangelo. It's Vladimir Tarasenko. The locker room guy is Alex Petrangelo. Bruins' best player isn't Zidane Chara. But sometimes it goes to longevity too. Who, who's ever been on the team the longest? Sometimes, yeah. And sometimes it gets taken away. Joe Thornton. Mm-hmm. Like it's, you know, it, but it, 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 it legitimately is but it's still more Who of an the, honorary thing than anything else. Sort of, but it is it, it it is the leader of the lo- of the locker room. Like it's like it's an actual it's a true testament to what a captain is. Right. And I just always thought that Patrice Bergeron was that guy over Zdeno Chara, and Zdeno Chara was just you know the the longevity slash leader. But no, no, I was wrong. This he's like a broken jaw. Like that's that's not that's nothing minor because anytime you get hit, anytime you do anything. Yeah, I was thinking about that too, and it's like no matter how much protection you wear. A, helmet, a helmet is kept on your head by the chin strap, yep. which is and connected that's to put your pressure jaw. on your jaw. Yeah, yep. So, and, and, so even with that cage thing that he's wearing, yep, it's somehow it's going to put pressure on his jaw. When it's he gets honestly hit. probably worse. Now, the fact that he's six foot nine probably helps, helps. him a little bit because you can't get up that high. Yeah, but when you think about it, now I don't know if he had the chin cup. Maybe he's wearing it without the chin cup, which. I could see. It almost looks like a, a football, the it's old a style, ball. the old style bars that the football players used to have on their helmets. So it's 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 a it's a fishbowl. That's that's what it's called. And it's it. it I just wonder, like, if it's out. Like, I don't. I'd have to look and see for for game six tonight. If or go back and look at game five and see if it even has the chin cup. But I almost feel like if it had the chin cup, that'd be 
Yeah, that worse. Yeah, I would think so. And and it's not even just about getting hit to the head. Yes, if you obviously if you get hit to the head, it's gonna hurt. But when you get hit in general, your head moves no matter what. Yeah, you get hit if you get hit in the upper body, your head's moving. And if you get knocked down and your head hits the ice, ouch, ouch! It all like it, it's just. I understand he's probably shot up, but he probably doesn't feel it. I mean, he, he'll feel yeah, it the next morning. Yeah, you can only get shot up so much. He'll feel it the next morning for sure. But it's just, what a, like, what an, inc- what an, just like an incredible thing that he doesn't, he doesn't miss a game. And he didn't really miss too much minutes-wise. Well, again, hockey players. Yeah, they're I mean, they're breed. just, absolutely. Different I mean, breed. And, you know, some football players too. I mean, Logan Mankins played like three quarters of a season with a torn ACL once. Yeah. You know, I yeah. mean, it's just, and then you compare him to, you know, somebody like Jacoby Ellsbury. Yeah, or you know, or any basketball player ever. Right. It's just, yeah, different breeds. Yep. Totally. No, it, it really is. Anything else in the in the Boston sports world that you would like to discuss? Uh, let me see. What's going on with the Revs and the Cannons? Um, Cannons I know, I know the started their season. Them. Did they? Yep. They play out of Quincy now because uh, the all of the good players that played for, for Major League Lacrosse went and started their own league. So there's two leagues. There's two professional lacrosse leagues now. There's oh the MLS and the uh, MLS, MLL. <laughs> I believe it's called the PLL, Premier Lacrosse League. And the only lacrosse player that anybody who doesn't follow lacrosse has ever heard of, Paul Rabel, started it. And uh, Davey Emila, remember him? He, he came on our yep. he came on our our previous endeavors. He jumped ship and he's playing in the in the new league. And they do it like a jamboree style. So they'll all go to say I, they're not going to Gillette but they would all go to Gillette and they just play all weekend so you literally just buy a weekend pass or a day pass it's it's. I wouldn't be surprised if the cannons don't exist so it's like a barnstorming kind of thing they just go around from venue to venue yeah, yeah so they really have a home team well the, there are home teams so the way the way it works like there is there are home teams there's there's I don't even I don't even know what cities they technically technically play out of but they'll just travel from city to city and they'll play like like, if New England had a team, they would pl- they would be the home team for their games in Gillette, and then all the other teams, and they would just play. They'd play two games, and but all of the teams come and they all play at the same time. ESPN's carrying it. Um, See, that's the major thing is to have it's to have a broadcast outlet. I would not be surprised if 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 the MLL doesn't exist. But but the Cannons started the season. They play out of Quincy. They started June first. I think was their was their first game Saturday. Hmm. Was their first game. Fun fact, just a full of of Boston sports knowledge. Just to show how well rounded we are. I don't know here at the syndicate. I don't know. I don't know anything about the refs. I know that they <laughs> suck, and they hired they hired team uh, former team USA's coach. That, that's pretty much all I know, and they still suck. That's all I know about soccer. So that's all you about, need to know about, about soccer about, about the refs, not about soccer, but about the refs. That's that's all I know. So, um, anything else, or we are we uh, we all set here? I think we're good. Don't forget to check out our website, where. Articles are happening, not quite as as furiously as they were, yeah. but hopefully we'll get back on track. With you that. know, the summer's here. People Guys are on busy. Yep, yep. I think three. I'd say not a lot going on in Boston sports, but you know, the Red Sox haven't been burning up. Oh, anything. you know, the Bruins are just in the Stanley Cup. But Bruins you know, are in the Stanley we, Cup. I guess that doesn't matter to anybody. But uh, <clears throat> you know, feel feel free to write. Yeah, anybody just send. Oh, me? No, no. you, you. Feel free to write. I try to once. It's not for me. It's not for me. It's just it, I give I give the writers a ton of credit. It's to not easy coming down. up with stuff, even even once a week, to be able to sit down and just like, like I sit here and it's easy for me just to spew my thoughts as they as they, but but I don't have to put them in any sort of order or, or or whatever, and I can't really inflect my voice as well when I'm writing. So well, you, you can I put can do, capitals, or yeah, italics, yeah, and, and and bold, so you really know. And then the italics is when I get the high squeaky voice going. But no. The hard thing is where we're, you know, this isn't our full-time job. Obviously, we have our own full-time no, jobs. No, no, right, right, right. So it's not like we can, you know, cover them like the guys who cover them from day to day. Yeah, not everybody's at the games. And then trying to come up with a little bit of a different take that people aren't, you know, talking about on sports talk radio or something like that. So that's that's where it gets a little tricky from week to week. So that's why you might have some time where it's, you know, I'll just sit there and I'll go, I really have nothing to write about right now. Yeah, and three of our regular at the regulars of the syndicate were on vacation last week. Yeah. Like that doesn't, that doesn't help. That didn't help. That doesn't help. But, uh, neither here nor there. Boston sports syndicate. But still check us out. There's a lot of good stuff on there. There's a lot of older, All our older articles are still up there. Every week we're doing two starting pitchers for fantasy baseball. Um, try and get you a little jump start on your fantasy baseball week, your season. Hopefully get you some wins. Um, with the, with the two start pitchers that come out every week. 
That's all at bostonsportssyndicate.com. Twitter, Instagram, Boston Sports SYN. Three Stars has also been lagging this week with uh, brand manager James down in Nashville for the CMA Country Fest or whatever it is down there. So, But we're going to get it all back going. So Twitter, Instagram, Boston Sports SYN. And I think we might have a return of James and the James Cam next week. Next week, we'll, we will have our we will have our episode live on Facebook. We haven't done it now for two weeks, but we're going to get back on Facebook slash Boston Sports Syndicate. We'll have James Cam up and running next week, and I'm sure he'll have some uh, scorching hot takes. Um, you know, fresh off of a three week hiatus. Oh, he's going to have it all built up and ready to go. I don't, I don't hope he didn't put in for any paid time off, so he's not not getting paid <laughs> yeah. for that. But. Uh, that's on Facebook.com slash Boston Sports Syndicate. If you give us a like on there, whenever we go live, the notifications will automatically pop up and you won't miss it. Um, I think that's it. Oh, if you want to go to a sporting event, a concert, a comedy show, anything like that, you head over to SeatGeek.com. When you check out, use our code BSS. You will save yourself $20 off of your first purchase, which we have had some people use. So whoever you are, thank you for doing that. And, uh, we continue. We look forward to continuing our uh, partnership with SeatGeek to help you save some money. So, I think that's just about it. Did I miss anything? I think you got it all. Fantastic! Thank you guys for listening. We'll catch you next time. Bye. Music for the Boston Sports Syndicate podcast provided by I Am CDM. Boston Sports Syndicate. Yes. See you back.